The episodes for this actual play have some Session Zero topics which were agreed to by all players before recording. They include brief depictions of drug use, underage drinking, and some violence. If you have veils or lines for these topics, listen and enjoy safely. Welcome, everybody, to our next actual play. Today, we are going to start our actual play. It'll run for the next few weeks here. We're to go through an actual play of A Divine Calling. I am That's playing right. a stoner click character who is a host for Morpheus, like the it. sleep god. I like, like that. The dream. That, nice. That's a good combination, yeah. I have most of a name, i.e. a first name. I'm going to be <laughs> Morgan. That? My last name is Crowley. His name is Danny Tachydactylos, but he his stage name is Daniel of the Dark. And he always, every time he says that, he releases a little bit of flash paper, so there's always a little bit of, you know, Daniel of the Dark, pew, off his right hand. He is a nerd click magic deity host of Circe, uh, uh, hence the Greek last name and, uh, and the magician archetype. Yeah, my character's name will be Fergus, Ferguson Okoa. Ferguson. Totally call you Fergie. Yeah, sure. Fergalicious. I am going to be playing a floater and leaning into my jock and artist fine art talents kind of thing. Uh, And for deity, I selected Earth. Ase Afua is a female presenting deity. And as I said, goddess of the Earth, lush Earth specifically, fertility, love, procreation, and farming. real life that's playing out here is epic. You've got Glenn playing the stoner, and you've got me who was trying to go ahead and sneak and wound up pulling an aristocrats. Not a stoner in high school. We'll see if Lee Winika's luck with the with the fairer kind plays out here. You right. seem to be doing better than reality. Yeah. <laughs> so we're working our way back to the table then. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As you guys are walking back to the table, people have gotten up and they're starting to dance. Go ahead and roll investigation to see what you guys notice about the room around you. Eleven. That's a nine. Nine. Mm, Thirteen. Thirteen. Perfect. I'm going to give my successes the first run through, and then I'll let my crit advise me on what else they want to see. Looking around the room, everyone's starting to dance again. You guys do notice that people are going up to the DJ booth, and they seem to be writing down names and putting them in the one for prom king and prom queen. Looking around, you guys see Stacy and Tiffany, but you don't see Sarah anywhere. And Evelyn and Clarice are also sitting just at the table talking. It looks like a couple of the other people from the dance team have gone over and started talking with Clarice, it just looks like they're hanging out and having fun instead of dancing right now. Glenn, you're the one who got the crit. What other information are you looking for? So I was specifically seeking out the four people that we're now checking out. Looking at the energy and body language of Evelyn, Stacy, and Tiffany to try to get an idea what's going on with them. See if I see anything weird or unusual about their persons in terms of objects or tokens mm-hmm. like we carry. And when I note that Sarah's missing, 
I'm really trying to get an idea of where she, or in plain view. I take a second look around, just looking closer to see if I can find her. Yeah. So looking around, you don't see Sarah, but you do see Ryan, her boyfriend. He seems to be like holding all her stuff, except like it looks like her purse might have gone with her. You're not sure. You get the feeling she's probably gone to the bathroom because you do see that a couple of the other girls that she hangs out with are gone as well. Stacy and Tiffany are dancing with Tyler and Alan. You start because you know what you're looking for at this point, you notice both of them have beautiful obsidian charm bracelets. Evelyn, you don't see one on, and she seems to really be having a good time hanging out with Clarissa. Okay. All right, so she's selling it. I'll let her go. I'll release my suspicion of her, especially now that I've seen <laughs> charm bracelets. Dogs oh. and bones. Dogs and bones, brother. Dogs and bones. What do you do? Okay. I point out the charm bracelets to my two compatriots and the fact that I fee- I think Sarah might be in the bathroom, but I don't know if that's nefarious or just urinary. I feel we're not going to be able to find that out. I don't know, man. We could talk Clarice into going into the girls' room just to see what they're doing. Are you seriously thinking about sending your normal sister into harm's way? I don't think she's going to run into harm in the bathroom, man. They don't know anything about her beyond she's a girl, and there's a sign on the door that says girls. I think it'd be all right. You do make a good they point. They built a portal to a hellscape. If Clarice was going I to the gym or the locker room, I'd be a little bit more concerned. Consider their motives to be unpure, and they could, in fact, potentially be dangerous when we least expect it. <laughs> So then what if, my friend, Akoa, what if they decide to conduct all of their evil rituals in the girls' room, man? Do we just have to give up and sit on our hands? No, we go into the room adjacent. We break in from the other way. We don't go through the door. So no one has to see us do it. Why don't we take the low-hanging fruit first and see if Sarah works her way out of the bathroom? I know you're all about destroying things right now, Akoa, but <laughs> like maybe the massive damage we've done to the locker room is enough for right now. So right now she's in the bathroom, man. There might be a couple of other people in there, but there's less witnesses is what I'm saying. Maybe if we could find a way to get to her while she's alone, we could get her bracelet easy. Assuming it's going to be the same as theirs. I would think the magician could just and flourish it away. But do, but flourishing in the bathroom by ourselves is riskier. More potential to be misunderstood. If you- no, I meant flourishing it away from the ones that are out here. Like you do That's a magic exactly. trick, yeah, and then I'm with you take it away. Yeah. All right. And Stacy and Tiffany that are still on the dance floor, right? Yes. What do I know about Alan? Alan? He's, kind of, he's like a wallflower, you said, right? Yeah, he's he comes alive on the stage. And he's very good looking. He's just quiet, keeps to himself. He very much lets Tiffany do whatever she wants. He just says, you know what? I'm just happy. I have a girlfriend. She's very sweet to me. They're very cute together. She's very nice to him. But otherwise... He just kind of keeps to himself. He usually doesn't talk to anyone outside the fine arts clique situation, just because those are his friends, but he's never particularly mean to anyone. All right, I think I want to split the difference between your ideas. Okoa, I'm not going... They're busy on the dance floor right now. 
I think when Sarah comes out of the bathroom, let's confirm that she has a bracelet, first of all. And if she does, I have an idea for something from my act that, that may help us get what we're after. So let's steady the course for a moment and wait for her to get out of the bathroom and see if she's the one that we're after. Because again, like, I don't want to go stomping into the bathroom if she's not the one. Like, again, it could be William. It could be who knows else. Who knows else? Let's make sure that she's our target before we go stomping in the bathroom to go ahead and accost her. Fair enough, man. You're right. Could definitely be looked at askance as accosting people in the girls' room. A little bit. So you guys right. are going to wait for Sarah to come out of the bathroom, which yeah. she does. She's probably gone for, after you guys are having the conversation, she's probably gone for a minute or two after you guys make a decision. All right. Go ahead and Quick roll investigation. Quick investigation roll. That's a seven. Seven. Which is a failure, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Just, just barely. Ox now. cars again. Plus one for 13. Nice. 11. Nice. I don't see it. You're looking at, like, bracelet. Akoya, you notice that it is not an, a bracelet. It's a necklace. It's this gorgeous choker that has all these black obsidian jewels on it. And Morgan, because you got a crit, you notice that, and it's bigger. What other information can I offer you to help since you got a crit success is her hair done up so that the clasp is exposed in the back does the clasp look complicated it looks like a very kind of generic looking clasp her hair is done up she's very obviously trying to show off the necklace and you do also notice that the two people that she like left and came back with neither of them have any obsidian jewelry on them okay okay so do you relate so i don't see the bracelet yes i do of course relay out loud that's because you gotta look up man it's not on her wrist. Oh, so I I look over at Clarice and I say, it's time for the disappearing watch act. Clarice looks at you and she's, are we really robbing people tonight? No. She is truly a ride or die chick right there. I gotta yeah. tell you, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even so much that she's, ah, oh, stealing is bad. It's more of a, can we not do it tonight kind of situation? That's usually our Wednesday night thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is, it, it is very clearly a Saturday. Why am I robbing people? Okay. She says, on one condition. Anything, darling. I want something nice. And then she gets up. So the act as it's laid out is basically, we've done this before, that basically we invite the uh, invite a victim up on stage who's wearing either a nice watch or a nice whatever, right? And I drop a cloth in front of them. When I lift it up, the thing is gone. And then the next thing everybody knows, Clarice is wearing it, right? So if I use cage, is mm -hmm. it a visual effect? It is only visible to people who are void and people who are host. Ooh, nope, that's a bad idea then. Okay, cool. All right, that's fine. Then I will do this month. I'm going to try to go ahead and do it with some like mundane, basically do a perform your heart out type role to go ahead and make it happen. And so that's exactly, so again, so we'll have two, two kind of drapes like on curtain rods that, you know, and so I will, I will of course pull them out of my bag of tricks, which of course I have with me. Um, and I will hand one to, to pin them both to Clarice because I will be, it'll be like Sarah will be on one side, Clarice will be in the middle and she'll hold them up over herself and Sarah so that both of them are obscured, I'm visible. And then when they drop, whatever Sarah's wearing will be on, on Clarice's neck. And that's the way that the trick works. And so I'll like make like big spectacle. I will walk over and 
trigger my flash paper. I want to make a divine roll first to see if I can get Cirque to give me a hand with this one because it's okay. important. And so let's see, divine first. Let's see. That's a nine. Nine, perfect. So you will be able to add another plus. You'll be able to carry your plus one over to this roll. Okay, cool. All right. Sweet. And so I'll walk over with the flash paper, get everyone's attention, and say, time for another trick. And I assume I get some applause from yes. the last time. It was so successful. And so this time, I, I need a friend and volunteer, and I'll have Clarice basically just walk right in front of Sarah and just, like, buddy up next to her, and just, yep. even if she tries to escape, oh, no, not so fast, not so fast. My lovely assistant here will be out of your way in just a moment, and I'll say, I'm going to have my assistant raise the cloth, and then I will say the magic words, and we will see the effect that transpires. And so is Sarah going along with it? Roll sway. That's a seven. Seven? So, Boy, that's so close. She, let's see if Clarice can... Could I carry my plus one over to this roll instead? Because that would make it an eight. Yes, you may. Cool. All right. Excellent. All right. She is staying. All right. Cool. All right. And then would I still have my plus one on the next... Because the plus ones every time I make a divine roll, mm-hmm. I benefit from it. So can yes. I carry... So I still keep my plus one, basically? Okay. All right, so again, the plan is she raises both cloths, and then I, I don't know what type of roll you would want, but basically I want to clip off the necklace and put it on Clarice's neck, like, lightning fast. And I've rehearsed this a thousand times. Yes. Give me a second. Let me see what I want you to roll. Because that's a good question. Yeah. I'd perform, maybe, or... Yeah, let's do perform your heart out. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take my plus one. Big money, big money, no whammy. Big money, big money, no whammy. Yes, that's an 11. Perfect. So I undo the clasp, grab the necklace, put it around Clarice's neck just as she lowers the screens, and then I step in between them and basically put my hand so that so Sarah's on my right and Clarice's on my left, and I put my hands up and say, ha ha, the transporting necklace. And Clarice and I begin to walk away quickly. Everyone starts clapping. Sarah is not particularly happy about what you just did. Shocked. Why would she be upset? (laughs) I'm going to whisper to Clarice as we walk away. Darling, when you take that off, you're going to have to drop it and step on it or break it or something. Cool. Just trust me. Sarah very quickly runs up and goes to grab your hand. So I'm going to have you roll evade and I'm going to have her roll capture. I like it. I failed. That's a four. Cool. She also (laughs) got a four. So... You like high five, but she doesn't grab you and you don't get away from her hand. It's like this weird, it's a very weird interaction that just happened because she went, hey, and she went to grab you and you like, she grabbed you, but you pulled away and it turned into this weird, like slappy thing that happened. Like a handshake, high five, hug. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Give me my necklace back. Oh, uh, of course, sorry, we forgot. So sorry. Clarice, darling, would you take the necklace off? And again, hopefully she got the gist. Yes. So she takes the necklace off and she goes to hand it to Sarah and she goes, oops, and drops it. When she drops it, I step on it as hard as I can. Perfect. I'm going to have you roll attack, even though you're not, like, stabbing yeah, someone yeah, yeah. or something. I still want you to do something physical. Yep. That's a four. Four? Cool. So you step on it, and it's one of those situations where you're like, that hurt through my shoe. Ow. 
but you pull your foot away. And Sarah is like, how dare you? This I'm, was I'm so sorry. Gift. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She looks very upset and she bends down. She picks it up and you can see that there are very teeny tiny little cracks in it, but it's not fully broken in any sense of the word. I'm so sorry, Sarah. Please, let me... Look, why don't I take it and go get it repaired? Let me pay for it. It's totally my fault. Roll sweet. That's a nine. A nine. She looks at you, and she goes, you better get this repaired. Of course. And she hands it to you. Of course. And she looks at you. I'll get it back to you as soon as I can. When she hands you the necklace, she does grab your hand, and I need you to roll divine. Contested <laughs> divine rolls. That is a. Do I still have my carryover plus one from Cassie? Yes. So that's eight, nine, ten. Perfect. So you did win. You feel this weird as she grabs your hand. You feel this weird tugging sensation. Nothing happens. Yep. When that happens, I'll just tilt my head and look at it a little bit and say, "Don't worry. I'll take care of it." Roll investigation for me. That's also a ten. Cool. You did notice when she grabbed your hand, her eyes did flash black. Nothing mm-hmm. seemed to happen. Uh-huh. She lets go because Ryan has walked over at this point and yep. put his arm around her waist and is, come on, babe, just leave the dork alone. He'll pay for it anyways. And just gets her off to the dance floor. And then I'm going to crack my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Danny. <laughs> oh, what What's just that? happened there? <laughs> What's that smell, bro? I'm going to put the necklace... Okay, I'm assuming that being a magician that my jacket has, like, hidden pockets. Yes. I'm going to put it in a hidden pocket. I also just succeeded on a divine roll. Can I use my spirit cage to wrap the necklace in its mm-hmm. pocket? Just yeah. to go ahead and make sure that whatever bad juju it's got is contained. Yes. Do we need to destroy it, man? We sure do. Go ahead, roll divine to activate your spirit cage. Oh, do I need to make another divine roll to do that? Yeah. Got it. Okay, that's 12. 12? Perfect. You feel it. Yeah. You see it, and it goes into your little pocket. Yep. In fact, 12 is a crit success, right? Oh, no, no. Yes. There's no crits or... Oh, no crits uh, on divine. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whew. So I, I, like, flop back down at in my chair. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like, whew. I hope the other two are easier than that one. And... Is Clarice or Evelyn at all? Clarice probably figured out, like, uh, uh, is probably content going with me. That's fine. Is Evelyn at all? What the hell was that? Evelyn kind of looks at you and goes, not the smoothest trick, but I'll give it to you. And she kind of nudges you with her elbow. (laughs) Yeah, the magic is a mysterious art. And sometimes uh, sometimes it works and sometimes you step on the necklace. And that's just... (laughs) Clumsy me. (laughs) She smiles and she says, if you want to save a little money, I can always fix it for you. You can bring it by some other time. Oh, yeah. That that sounds great. Nice. Yeah. I'll I'll look at it next week. That'd be great. Mackin' on a Koa's check. No. Just in front of your own. No. That's because she ain't never getting their hands on this necklace. (laughs) (laughs) I think I figured out what's what, but... That's. I think Evelyn's in on it somehow, but she's not in the circle. I think, but I think she's figured out that there's something going on, and she's trying to get in. I think that's what's going on, but I don't know. She's not. I don't say that out loud. Like that's in my head. I'm like, yeah, she's not involved. Yeah, yeah. but she wants. Blinded by love. Yeah. So I flopped out of my chair. Whatever you call it at these ages. 
Clarice kind of looks at the three of you and kind of rolls her eyes a little bit and stands up and she says, Evelyn, I need to go to the bathroom. Keep me company? And Evelyn's like, sure. She gets up. Because Clarice seems to believe that you guys might want to talk. She's, that was weird. He's being weird. He wants to talk to his friends. (laughs) So she gets up and she goes to the bathroom. What's this, three trips to the bathroom? I'm seeing my flower budget go up and up after time. Oh, yeah, guys, that's exactly what we thought that was. And I'm not even going to touch it. It's like, I've got it cocooned in my jacket here. But yeah, that thing is full of bad energy. And Sarah's got, she's got like the black inside her. I could try to crash it with, crush it with my uh, my grinder, man. The power of the dream ought to be able to handle it. Yeah, I think we have a bunch of different options here. My thought is that maybe we just want to get all three of them together first and then, and then take care of that because do that all at once because I don't know how much time we've got here. Sarah's probably already talking to Stacy and Tiffany now, so, you know, I don't know how much time we've got. We need a plan to get the two bracelets from the other two, but she may be the ringleader. But if she is, it's got to be more recent, so some of Sarah's probably still in there. Some of Sarah in the bracelet, in the necklace, you mean? In the body. Like, she's been in our school the whole time and actually having void people here is recent so she's got to be like possessed or something i destroy the talismans and hopefully that'll break the connection yep we'll find out then yeah i don't know i don't know but all i know is that we're right break the talismans that's got to be our goal yep so how do we get the other two look i'm not sure how many times i can pull that particular trick convince their boyfriends to take them someplace secluded how about if morgan we get word through their boyfriends that Morgan wants to make up the fact that they spilled their booze that they got to do it like secret. That's not a bad plan. He's going to replace it with something. We got another bottle for you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to harsh your gig kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Where are we going to send them? Got to be someplace outside, someplace not visible, someplace where I can be in concert with the ground and not damage more things. Yeah. Like the football field. Behind the field house. Yeah. Alright. Alright. So I guess we had it, Morgan. Yeah, and like through their boyfriends, right? That's I think that's probably the easier uh, easier path. I'm not sure why. The boyfriends though. Do we want the boyfriends there too? That's more people to have to deal with and they're not gonna know what's going on. If they bring them. We gotta deal with what we gotta deal with, but should we do we really want to invite them? Isn't Stacy's isn't Tyler like the QB? Yeah. He's a pretty solid, beefy guy. He's a pushover. We do have the power of the divine on our side, so. Rest assured, I have never utilized the full extent of my abilities, but when it comes to it, he will not stand before me. Yeah, I think we're good. I think we can. I'm just not sure that we necessarily want him involved. He's innocent here, so. When we get them there, you do your magic thing and teleport them elsewhere. You know that's not how magic works, right? Tiffany I've seen it on stage. I'm sorry. You do your curtain thing and then poof, they're off the stage. <laughs> like you did with the necklace. I pat him on the shoulder. It's a good thing he's got a pretty face. I understand the confusion because there are some things that I can do which are magical. That's not one of them, my friend. That's a trick. 
Oh, I thought they were all part of your power. I blur the edges a little bit. I certainly use my powers to go ahead and augment my magic, but there's, it's not one for one. I blur no edges. When I utilize my power, you will know it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what about this then, Okoa? What if you and I, what if you and I are behind the field house? And Morgan, you try to get at least Stacy and Tiffany out there singing, thinking you've got something in your, you've got a bottle in your car, you want them to have it because of the kerfluffle earlier. You should make sure you make, let them know that you thought the teacher was going to get a glass, not try to stop them from having a glass. Yeah, something like that. And then, okay, failing that, we confront them. And you tell them with all authority, you have the means to stop them, but we want to talk and then get them to show up behind the field house. You want to just no, go talk to them? Said. Good ground with Evelyn tonight. I don't wish to, to have her see me talking to other females. All right. Let me go see what I can do. All right. Akoa, you and I are going out to the field house, right? Certainly. All right. I'm going to leave a little note on Clarice's plate. Again, she's probably used to this. Basically, mm -hmm. it's just, I'm just saying that for every minute that I'm out of your presence, it is a minute that weighs heavy on my heart. I will make this up to you like I always do. Cute. Very cute. And the jacket was corny. And I keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll head outside. Morgan, you're on. Morgan will, Stacy, Tiffany, Tyler, and Alan are dancing, correct? He'll walk up to... Tiffany and Alan, because Tiffany's the one that threw his brownies in the trash. And he'll be like, Alan, my dude, could I cut in for a second? He looks at you, and he looks at Tiffany, and he just shrugs and backs off. No need to sway him. He just go with the flow kind of guy. And how does she take this? She looks a little betrayed. She's really, you just, fine. But she looks at you, and she goes following in the footsteps of your friend, trying to one-up. I am better than Evelyn, so. Nah, Tiffany, you're beautiful, but I just wanted to have a quick moment, because I feel like we definitely got off on the wrong foot earlier. I wasn't trying to harsh y'all's gig, and I like weed better than I like alcohol, and I was being a little judgmental, and I wanted to apologize. Okay. We'll start apologizing. By way of apology, I actually called my cousin Nick, and he's bringing over a bottle of Goldschlag. He's going to meet us out by the field house so I can make it up to you. Roll Sway to get her to come with you. That is an eight. An eight? She says, I'll come with you for security reasons. Okay, should we bring Stacy too? Sure. And she goes and she grabs Stacy and they link arms and they walk back over and they go, okay, let's go. And sorry, bros, to the dudes. I'm not trying to horn in on your action. I swear, totally legit here. We'll be right back. We just, we got a deal to make. Tyler kind of looks at you and he narrows his eyes, but Alan's just, yeah, take her, please. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> She's unbearable tonight. Take her <laughs> And right they will this go. Way, ladies. And uh, we slip out of the gym and head over to the field house. Sounds good. So, everyone has now convened 
behind the field house. Tiffany kind of looks and goes, Honestly, I should have expected more from you. How do you mean? She looks at the all three of you and she says, Clearly, this has something to do with the void, so... What do you want from us? Your bracelets. No. You three took what was rightfully ours. The chance to be prom queen and prom king with our boyfriends. Who even cares about you? Apparently enough people to nominate us. The Earth itself cares about us. And the Earth itself defies you, your goals. What they say. (laughs) Stacy looks at Tiffany and she's let's just go. And Tiffany's like, no. I'm putting my foot down. And she stops her little foot. And she says, Alan deserved this. They don't. Spirit gauge. Cool. That's a six, which will fail. You go and you flash and the paper doesn't go off. I'm going to actually... Spirit gauge. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have us roll for combat. When we do combat, you just roll a d6 and we'll put everyone in order for that. That's a one. That's a three. Five. Perfect. So, it's gonna go. Cool. The way combat works is it is a at-the-same-time kind of situation. So, essentially, if you go to attack, they can go to defend or evade at the same time. In the event of you both succeed, it'll be whoever has the higher success. So if you roll a 10 and I roll a 9, the 10 will have it. Okay. Okay. So even if I succeed on evading, you'll still succeed on um, attacking. Because yes. Cool. The order is going to be it's going to be Glenn, Tiffany, Leonika, Stacy, and then Josh. Okay. Glenn, you get to go first. No one has made any combat moves yet, but there is very clearly that energy. You saw Daniel try to do something. You're not sure what. So Morgan looks at Tiffany and says, do you ever wonder if maybe the reason these things don't work out is because you chose the wrong side? And like he automatically knows people's hopes and dreams. So what does he Mm -hmm. think Tiffany really wants? Tiffany wants to be prom queen and she wants to be prom queen with her boyfriend and she wants everyone to acknowledge she is better than Stacy. I know this is what you really wanted, but the void didn't get it for you, did it? Alan's not even a nominee. And look, Stacy, she's still just Stacy. She's always gonna be. So maybe you chose the wrong side and that's why nothing's going your way. And through this, I'm engaging mind games uh, to make a <laughs> divine roll to deal damage to her and by, by torquing her brain. Yeah, go ahead, roll divine. That is a nine. A nine, cool, that succeeds. Did I put how much it deals? 1d6. 1d6, perfect. So that's two. <laughs> perfect, calculator app. Perfect. 
she kind of grabs her head and stumbles back a little bit and because she's next in combat she rips her hairpin out of her hair and goes to stab you with it that's not friendly no she's not friendly she's gonna roll an attack you can choose to either defend or evade or oh no i'm totally gonna defend cool go ahead and roll i got a 10 she got an 11 so she does stab you for a whopping one damage Ow! Watch it, that's sharp. It is sharp. That's why I stabbed you with it. <laughs> that's just not. It's not cool, man. You're just talking. All right, go ahead. Right, it is your turn. My turn? Okay. So I'm going to go after this void agent or representative, this void person who has not attacked. Yeah, and I'm simply going to say you realize you cannot win standing on the ground. And I will widen my stance and I will step forward, like stomp forward. And my goal is to build a wall of earth in back of her, knocking her forward. I wish to attack basically with the wall. Perfect. Go ahead and roll your divine to use your wall. That's going to be a six. Six does not succeed okay your wall it start you feel it coming up it just hasn't come up yet it will come up fully after stacy's turn okay stacy turns and she looks at tiffany and she's like, let's just go we don't have to fight them and tiffany is like, no i refuse to be looked down on anymore I refuse to be looked down on by you. I refuse for them to win. I was given these powers and I'm going to make the most of it. That's when your wall comes up as she's saying that. So go ahead and roll attack and add any divine bonuses you have. Like you're rolling attack, but you're adding your divine bonus so, if you're using a divine weapon. Is, and is that 2d6? Or? Yes. Okay, that's going to be nine, and I have no divine bonuses. Perfect. Uh, oh, nope. You do hit her. Go ahead and roll 1d6 and add one to it. That's going to be six. Wonderful. She steps, she kind of stumbles forward, holding her back. Josh? Okay, I'm going to try the spirit cage again, so grab a different piece of flash paper out of my pocket I get so tiffany seems like she's the one that is kind of the most like stacy seems to be like deferring to her weirdly mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go ahead and try to put the cage around tiffany oh that's a three so still fails so, spirit yeah. cage <laughs> really I, I, <laughs> look it'll happen look it'll happen <laughs> i believe in you man i could bum flash paper Take, I'm going to take that package of flash paper out and throw it away and grab another, start opening another package of flash paper. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> plastic, like, plastic wrap around here. Yeah. <laughs> Use your teeth. Exactly. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, there's timeouts? <laughs> there's no timeouts in, in, in fighting? <laughs> Morgan continues to... He's got his hands up defensively now, because clearly the psychopath is... (laughs) 
unhinged. That's and he's back, he's keeping his hands up defensively, but he's not running or anything. He's dancing around her, and he's, you're just proving my point, man. You're always going to be this person who's just trying to come out on top from behind. This total wannabe, almost popular chick who's really still just a loser as he mentally attacks her again. Okay, roll divine. Eight. Eight? Out for a plus two. Yeah. Roll that d6 damage. Six. Nice. She looks at you and she yells at you to shut up as she's going to roll to hit you. Stab you with her little hairpin again. You can roll to evade or defend. It's up to you. Big money, big money. No whammies. No whammies. Yeah! Sorry. I got a nine. What'd you get? I got a 12. Nice. You have crit success. How would you like this to go? As... One of my powers is REM sleep. On a crit mm-hmm. success for defend, they fall asleep. She just falls asleep. So the way it works is she kind of lunges with her hairpin as I just go night and doink her in the center of the forehead with my grinder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she goes to stab you. You bonk her on the head. She steps back for a second because she's a little confused, and then you see it happen. And she just crumbles to the ground. She's asleep. That's awesome. That is my turn. All right. In the couch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Having created the wall to knock her forward, I will then create another wall to knock her back and pin her between the two walls. But in such a way that her that she's right near the edge, so she could shimmy out if she had to, but I want her like mm-hmm. right near the edge. The idea being, if I knock her out, she doesn't fall down and I can just take off the earrings. Nice. Divine again? Yes. That's gonna be a 10. Perfect. Action happens exactly as you want it. So she's pinned in, and then the attack part? Yes. That's going to be a seven. A seven does not succeed. Okay, but she's pinned. She is pinned. She's just, stop. What do you want? What do you want me to do? The earrings. We will turn the connection to the void. Just take it. Just take the stupid bracelet. I don't want it. She just holds her arm out for you. I'll take it. One bracelet acquired. Excellent. And I will let the walls dissipate. She kind of looks at y'all and she starts backing off it just turns and starts walking back to the school she doesn't say a word we should probably do something so that she doesn't remember that this happened i don't know how to do that as i'll say that your earth never forgets as i'm bending over and taking off the bracelet from from stacy who's asleep is it stacy that's asleep or tiffany Tiffany. 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 so tiffany's asleep i'm i'm just bending over and taking off her bracelet can you couch What's she gonna, well, Who's going to believe her? She came outside and we smacked her around with some magic walls. <laughs> she did eat your brownies. Exactly. She had brownies. They spiked the punch. Actually, that's exactly what it is. I've got... So I've got the necklace and the two bracelets. Morgan, why don't you run after her and try to convince her that she's having a bad reaction to the brownies? I can't. I've got more work to do here. All right. And he leans down and touches Stacy's forehead and tries to step into her dreams. Okay, go ahead and roll divine to see if you can enter. 
<laughs> Maybe Maybe I don't. Hang on, let me go chase <laughs> You go to step into Tiffany's dreams, and there's just a black, solid wall that, like, you smack into, and you're like, oh, guess not. This I don't one's. Need to go into that <laughs> I think this one's the true void. I think she was bringing the other two in. All right, but, but we I have all three. Didn't get into her dreams. I was gonna try to see if I could figure out if there was more to her plan. But her mind is shielded. We have both bracelets and the necklace now. Okay. Let's smash um, them up. Yep. Before we... So I'll hand them over to Okoa. Use your earth powers. Smash them and bury them way into the ground. I'm going to try to see if I can help Morgan here. And so I want to... I want to tap into what I once knew. And No, that's not true. I want to... I want to see into the future. And I want to see what Stacy's future was. Yes. I want to see what she was about to do. So. Magic, magic. Yep. So I need a divine roll. Yes. Nope. That's a five. That I did not cool. You may not ask me a direct question. <sighs> I will not answer it truthfully. That's a bummer. Alright. I, I, Okoa, you, you now have the stuff. Alright. I will attack it. Again, I'm cool. going to use the I'm gonna use the earth to do it. It just seems to be the easiest way. Try to smash them. Yeah, uh, go ahead. That is a seven. So I'm guessing that doesn't were quite wrong. Again, it's smashed, but because the other one has already been hurt a little, that one you do see the necklace. It does one of the little links connecting it breaks, so the necklace is now broken fully. Okay. I'll just stay with it and keep at it until I'm successful in destroying them, and once I have broken them, I will take the shards and bury them as deep in the earth as I possibly can manage. Wonderful. Go ahead and roll divine to bury them. That's boxcars. Nice. You set them on the earth and you go to force them to be buried, but a hand comes up made of earth and grabs them and just sinks down. I drop to my knees on the ground. My hands are in the air and then I place them palm down, basically allowing as much of my arms in contact with the ground as I can. And I'll say, thank you for granting me the power to provide this service. You feel just very gently the grass fold around your fingers in acknowledgement. I'll soak that in for a moment, basically just enjoying my oneness with with the earth and all of its splendor. And I will rise slowly and just take a little bit of the dirt in my hands, just rubbing them together, being that connection as I stand. Nice. So are we done? Is that... In fact, we should be. We need to go back and inspect the, the locker room. Good call. Head back to the locker room. Yep. Before we go, since I couldn't get into her dreams to try to figure out what was going on with her, I, Morgan will leave a note in her hand <laughs> that says, make better choices. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the equivalent of putting a sticky note on a car that's double parked that says park better like yeah, it's exactly. the same equivalent in my head yeah. wash me oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness okay back at the locker room i guess can we get to the locker room from the outside so we don't have to go back in yeah let's do that you guys make your way into the locker room as you come in that door is what would have been facing the wall of the void but as you enter through that back door you just see clearly there's no void anymore and the just and just the destruction because the walls just there the would have 
Yeah, yep. the walls would have fallen when I created the other walls outside because I can only have two walls at a time. Ah, good call. And I was aware of that, but since we were winning, I'm like, that's worth the risk. Yep. Yep. <laughs> cool. Except for the baseball cap that looks like somebody wandered into it after the walls came down. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> it's PVs. I don't care. Go ahead and roll investigation for me. Oh, that's not good. That's an eight. It's a ten for me. Ten. Five. Five. So, so Josh and you and Nika, you guys notice looking around, it looks like it's gone, obviously, but you guys do notice on the ground there are pools of this like dark sludge. Something got out. Pools like footprint pools. Are they moving in a direction? No, it's just like these like puddles of sludge kinda along the areas where you guys saw this like imminent darkness like here and there around that area so like looking in front of you you see every now and then in that six foot wide space there's dark puddles of sludge around how are they acting are they just like laying there they're just laying there anybody got any kitty litter i want to tap into what i once knew and see if there's anything that we actually need to do about the sludge or Uh if it's just gonna dry up okay that's a 12. You, in your brain, just see a flash of fire. That's not good. So you see him get his distance look a little, and then he comes back and says, I think we gotta burn the school down. (laughs) The whole school? I love that. Unless we think we can just burn down the locker room. How about we just see if the puddles ignite? Oh, yeah, that might work. And he wanders over to the nearest one and lights his lighter over the top of it. Yeah. It burns. You hear, as you kind of light it, you hear this sizzling that turns into a roaring boil as, like, it starts boiling and boiling. And then as it boils, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And the last little sound you hear before it completely boils up is the sound of a scream, a heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching, echoing off the walls scream. Shit, we better light these other couple and get the heck out of here. <laughs> the and aristocrats. How, how many puddles were there? There's about five. Okay. All right, I will I'll use flash paper and see if I can set one on fire. Cool. Go ahead and roll a performance one to see if you can get your paper to light. No, I can't. That's the same. It's going to, and then it just... Deep, Sticks in the, to the goo. Into the goo. Stupid cheap ass paper. Ugh. And Morgan just chuckles his bra. Come on, be prepared. And he throws in his backup lighter. Always have a spare. Oh, thanks, man. Alright. So you guys. I, I went on pipe, yeah. Yep. You light them all up. Again, you get the little small sizzling to the roaring boil noise to, in the end, they just all scream. How are we going to explain this one, guys? Not be here in a second when people show up. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I agree. We should leave. Let's light all five of them on fire and then get the freak out of here. Yeah, we duck back out the door that takes us outside. Yep, and then go back into the, go back to wherever the prom is happening and, yep. Right. Mm -hmm. As you guys walk back in, you hear the DJ 
call for all of the nominees for prom king and prom king to come up onto the stage. Ooh. I will walk over and and walk with Evelyn. Yeah. I will uh, I will find Clarice and just lean in, give her a little peck on the cheek and say, you're my prom queen, right? She says, I know. Go dance with your popular kid. She winks. Right. You guys go up onto the stage. Um, there's a little bit of confusion when Tiffany doesn't show up, but they're like, oh, well. <laughs> I heard she was tired, man. She was talking about needing a nap. The DJ kind of has everyone do a drum roll, so everyone's like slamming their hands on the table. And after a minute, he does announce that uh, Okoa and Evelyn have one prom king and prom queen. I will give her a big, gracious hug and it, not forcing myself, making right. sure it's accepted. And, uh, and again, my hand politely around her waist, <laughs> waving with my other hand to the crowd. Yep. They give you both really crappy, cheap plastic tiaras to put on. And then they start playing your first dance as King and Queen song. As that dance comes to an end, they transition into a more like group dance kind of song. As you guys kind of are able to finish out your night. How does Stacy respond to us now that we're back inside? Stacy acts like you're not there. She kind of... She's dancing with Tyler. She seems to be in a much better mood now. Almost as though a weight has been lifted. Yep. What about Sarah? Sarah, same thing. She is absolutely draped all over Ryan. And you guys can see that he's like talking her up in the sense of it's okay you didn't win. You're still my prom queen. All that really (laughs) gross stuff school couples do. Yeah, those gross things. That... Maybe those two will be okay, man, but I think we're going to have to keep our eyes on Tiffany. Congrats, my friend. Way to go, Mama Fergie. <laughs> Fer- Fergalicious! <laughs> As you guys dance a bit on the dance floor, you guys are getting ready to like end for the night. Clarice does lean into you, Daniel, and she does say, next time you're going to go fight the void, tell me beforehand. And that's where we'll leave it. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, brilliant. I knew all along, but I can tell you all that my sister was a host as well. You know? Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's really good. Review. awesome, dude. That's brilliant. <laughs> Not that I really did, but I was actually suspecting with this community yeah, yeah, yeah. she was being. Yeah. I figured she was, exactly. I figured she was either in on it or she was evil. And I wasn't sure which <laughs> until the very end. <laughs> I did go ahead and have her be Hearth, and she was with Hera. Excellent. Oh, that's cool. Excellent. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, this was so much fun, Crystal. Thank you. Was. So, as such like like the system is agile and the and the kind of the games that you run with it are like light and fun. That's just really nice. Like this is just cool. Yeah. That was a good time. Yeah. I love the fact whenever you have uh, a game that's has mechanics, but all the character creation is really building a personality, building a story, and all the elements, like picking your click, that starts to form a story. Picking your deity informs how you interact with that story. Then picking your strings of fate, how you interact with the other players and their story. So by the time you're done with those three main phases of 
character creation and getting ready for the game, you almost, you have this wealth of information to role play from and you are, have fully formed a character that you can roll with. And at that point, right. it is whatever the scenario is, however it goes, it's playing your character and just having fun with the pieces you do and the pieces you hand off and the pieces you get back and how yeah. that works out. And anytime you've got a game where you have a set of powers that you can use, but you get to describe the way those powers manifest so you can yeah. be as cinematic with it as possible is awesome. Like I didn't get a chance where somebody got to hit me or try to move me so I could do some of those cool things that I can do. But because <laughs> I was honestly really looking forward to somebody trying to move me and me saying the earth literally grows around my legs up to my <laughs> knees and I physically don't move because the yeah, earth yeah. is there. I was looking forward to that moment. I didn't get to do it, but yeah. If the Earth powers had continued for much longer, I was working up how to refer to ch decide that I was going to maybe start calling you Toth. Yeah, I, there there was a lot of that in my concept of how it worked, and honestly, it was really the Earthbenders and seeing that where I was like, I couldn't see a Koa hitting a female. Like right. I wasn't going to attack her directly. However, I knew she was void dominant, so it was like I will bump her with the wall, and I will. And then I will bump her back and lock her in. And knowing that was a way to kind of to do that where I didn't have to put my hands on her. And I thought it really – the way the powers work allowed me to find ways to do the mechanical things a role-playing game wants you to do yeah. without breaking character to get them done. And yep. that's a brilliant design. Yeah, I especially like the way that worked with like criticals, right? Is that both on critical success and critical failure, the question is always, okay, you have critically succeeded or critically failed. What does that mean in this moment? And the ability to fail forward, like when we were trying to sneak and I fumbled on that, like the ability to flip that into something that actually really worked and then set up later elements of the story was really nice. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, so that was, that's, and that's what I love about narrative systems like this. So really well done, you know. I can honestly say, that might be the greatest critical failure I've ever seen you do. Because would yeah. we have got the moment at the back end of this without that failure? Yeah. Who knows? But Who knows? I can tell you that definitely set up the overall Your next success. magic trick. Yeah. yeah. You know, that yeah. was the, and all I can yeah. say is, could you imagine I'm the only one that make that shot? And then you had a mechanic to allow that to fail forward. That would well, have been exactly awesome. right. <laughs> That's I'm sure our listeners have heard before the story about I only I can make the shot. But the long, short version is 20 years ago, I was playing the like pinnacle elven archer who there was a difficult shot that made. He steps up. He's like firing into he's like firing into melee combat. Right. And it's like only I can make this shot. And I step up and I critically fail on the roll. So I wind up. So I wind up killing one of the people that's on our side and the human captain of that regiment was mad at me and blah, 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 blah. And that's, but like, so the ability to go ahead and have taken that and been able to turn that around changes the trajectory of my role-playing life for the last 25 years. Because the number of times from this group of people that I've heard only I could make this shot is, is innumerable. Yeah. So much to the point I'm in a live stream in that same game world yeah. currently. 20 some odd years later, totally different characters. And I was present at the table when he did that. And a few of the people in that live stream were present as well. And we had this other shot firing into traffic. I'm playing a character who happens to be an archer, not Elvin, by the way. And and I'm like, it came to my turn. And what I heard from everybody is, don't you dare try that. Because if I even hear, I'm the only one that can make that shot. I'm like, it's all going to go wrong. <laughs> and what I said was, I'm never going to say those words. And then I rolled the dice to, to fire and sure as crap. I failed that role during the last live stream and I took out one of our own and 
which was met with very stern glances. At <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, th- uh, that is the critical failure that continues to haunt our collective lives. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. As opposed yeah. to a fail forward where at least get something cool out of it. Yeah, <laughs> other, that was fabulous. Other yeah. than a story. Yeah. The story is pretty uh, cool. But. For everybody listening, Crystal, tell, let everybody know one more time where and when they can pick up A Divine Calling when if they want to go ahead and bring it to their tables. Of course, to find us, you can find me personally on Twitter at gal56geek, or if you search gingergeekgal56, I'll probably come up. And to find A Divine Calling on Twitter, it is at A underscore Divine Calling, and we go live on Kickstarter October 1st. Awesome. All right. It was just an absolute pleasure having you back, Crystal, to go ahead and run the game, and thanks yeah. for taking your Sunday afternoon with us and running with us. So. That was a great time. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We'll uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you for joining us. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. Join us at www.ttjourneys.com, where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. You can also stay in touch by subscribing to our Twitter, Tumblr, or Instagram at TT Journeys, joining our Facebook group, Tabletop Journeys, or by sending an email directly to podcast at ttjourneys.com. Our full episodes come out every week on Friday, and every Tuesday features actual play and gameplay showcase episodes. Looking for early access? You can support the show and get episodes before everyone else at www.patreon.com forward slash TT Journeys. Check it out today and see all the awesome benefits we bring to our supporters. Lastly, if you're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or Audible, you would really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast on that platform. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our growing community. And we bid you fair tides, friends, for Legends Await.